0: There we go, hi everybody. This is Vicki Chuck is outside, but he did pray over you and over me before he left and uh, I have a message for you that father gave me <clears throat> started on the sixteenth of is that right yes, on the sixteenth and then pretty much was mostly i I received a little bit more yesterday, but I really wanted to wait and see if there was anything else and I felt this morning like he was saying, nope, that's it so um. I'm going to read it to you, let you know there will be a transcript on our website, transcript on... I'm not going to put the whole transcript. I don't think I'm going to put the whole transcript on the community page simply because I can't get it all usually in one uh, post. And so sometimes people only see the first part and don't realize there's a second post with the rest of the transcript. So I'm just going to put a link there and it will take you to my blog. Uh, I know Suzanne will probably get it up on the website this weekend sometime, not today, uh, but uh, anyway. Oh, and saying that I want to say it is December 18th, 2021. It is now 3.17 p.m. This is a wonderful message, but they all are wonderful messages. Chuck and I want to say thank you to everyone who comes to the channel. Thank you to our new subscribers for subscribing and to everyone who has subscribed in the past and liked and shared and And uh, Posted comments and sent us emails. We appreciate you guys all so much And the sharing is really important I guess the liking and subscribing are really important because it raises us in the whatever numbers that gets us out to more people so that more people hear father's messages as a matter of fact just saying that I did get a comment from a gal yesterday who said that I just showed up, uh, whatever the video was I did, just showed up in her YouTube feed and she clicked on it and didn't know anything about it. So please, you guys, subscribe, like, share. Even if you don't subscribe, please share the videos, like the videos, do whatever if they minister to you. And then I also want to say from both of us, we appreciate so much those of you who are helping us financially. We want you to know that what you help us with to be able to pay our bills and stuff, we also are helping other people. I'm not saying that for any glory. I just want you to to all know that we uh, we know it's really important that we do whatever we can, however Father directs us, to help others in the body of Christ. And not just in the body, but there are people out there who... have a lot of need and and father knows how to direct us if we'll just follow him one of my favorite scriptures (laughs) proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the Lord with all your heart you know we just had before I get into this message let me just share this with you we have a leadership meeting on Saturday mornings and uh, we call it the Saturday circle and it consists of the leaders of this ministry and Today, one of the things that was really a hot topic and pretty much the topic was uh, the issue of trust, having faith in God, trusting in God and uh, and how very important that is. And you know, sometimes we think, oh, I trust you completely, Lord, kind of like Peter did. And we go on and, and then something comes up and it's really a trial. and. And how do we stand? You know, do we still stand in trust and confidence in God? Or do we get shaky and fall? I believe that trust is an ongoing thing in the life of the follower of Christ. I just, you know, maybe there are some who have gotten to the place where they are completely, thoroughly, fully absolutely dead to self and that's awesome i think that's a journey we should all be on so that we really do trust him because he knows what's best so even in the hard times he's doing a thing okay guys so this message really what's so interesting about this to me is it all started i don't want to say it started with a dream but it kind of did i put a message out I don't remember what the date was recently. And I can't even tell you the name of the message. Uh, But it was just, it was the last one I did before this one. I'm just going to flip to it really, really quickly. And um, in that message, oh, it was to the prophets, the leaders, and his people. And I kept trying to insert this dream in that message when I was recording and it just wasn't fitting something wasn't right and I finally said father am I even supposed to put this part in because a whole bunch of things came at the same time he said no (laughs) so so I stopped trying to put it in there he said this was a message all by itself so this dream that I had last week that is kind of the foundation of the the beginning of this message I have to tell you what the dream was. And let me, let me just say this. You guys, how do I say this? Father is not interested in our, uh, uh, let's see, I'm not even sure how to say it. God doesn't care uh, so much about how we look to other people. He truly does not care. And so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start with this. I have to tell you this part first and then I'll tell you the dream so this is just always humbling stuff and it's good and I'm okay with doing it please don't think I'm not okay with doing it I am okay with telling you this uh I had for almost my whole life I had pretty teeth and um but they were not strong teeth and I remember when I was I'm maybe in my 20s, I think back then, a dentist told me, you know, your teeth, they're really pretty, but they're just really not worth anything. You're you're probably going to end up losing them all and need dentures. And I thought, oh my gosh, that can't possibly be right. Well, over the years, as time would go on, there would just be another tooth that would just lose it. And I took care of my teeth. It wasn't that. There was just something about my teeth. And so finally, a few years ago, while Chuck and I were still in the entertainment business, um... I decided I'd gotten to where it just tooth after tooth, and finally my dentist said, "What is it you want to have? What do you want to do what, about your teeth?" And I said, "I would like to have my teeth all match and uh, be look nice." You know, I sing my mouth, I use my mouth. That's how I, and look, I'm doing it still to this day. Anyway, she said, "Okay, well, so what we did was we we took the remaining teeth, and." They and she put crowns on them. Now, a lot of people call them caps. I think that was the old language, but anyway, they're called crowns. And so almost all of my teeth are crowns. They don't come out. um, And there's some really interesting stuff about having all new teeth in your mouth. One of those things that's interesting is that it changes the way you talk. Now, I'm telling you all of this for a reason, okay? It changes the way you talk. your words have to get around like the letter s and and just you have to learn a whole new way uh, you have to adjust to the new uh, the new layout of the teeth in your mouth So okay so so there you go so all of my upper teeth are now crowns i my mouth is full of crowns i have some teeth on the bottom just a few in the front that don't have crowns but even the ones in the back and all the ones on the top and we just decided to stop where we stopped and okay so there's probably relevance to that in this message as well okay so then now on to the dream i hope you're sticking with me (laughs) okay so on to the dream um In this dream, I was, this is about a week ago, I was in my dentist's office, but the thing is, in real life, my dentist is a woman, and she's a phenomenal dentist, but in this dream, my dentist was a man, and he was a very kind man, a very loving man, and I knew this man, I knew this dentist, and... He had a woman in his chair and he was working on her. Oh, this just makes me want to cry. He had a woman in his chair and he was working in her mouth just so carefully and lovingly and tenderly, but very skilled. He knew exactly what he was doing. And then there were some things that happened after that. But I'm just going to share that part of the dream with you. Because part of the rest of it is personal. And then the very end is not personal. I may come back to that at the end of this message. But for now, I want to just explain the little bit. Some of you already know. The dentist was the Lord. And the woman that was in the chair, while she was uh, having her teeth worked on, um, she looked over at me at one point. She didn't know I was sitting there watching her and she knew me, but she wasn't aware I was in the room. And so I spoke to her and when she turned and saw that it was me, she was very pleased. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So here's the deal. Um, the woman, I believe that father has told me, the woman represents the body of Christ. This is not about me. Please don't think I'm saying this is about me. It is not about me. And the dentist, our father, is working in our mouths. It, this is, you know, some people go, oh, no, there's going to be a message about words and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, in, in great measure, it is going to be that. But there uh, there's a lot of stuff in it, so I hope that you'll stick around. But the dentist was working very lovingly in this woman's mouth. And one of the things about the importance of the crowns, I will get to that in a minute when I get in the message, uh, and the fact that I didn't, I had, I knew in the dream that I had all of my dental work done for now. I, I didn't know if there was going to be more, but I knew for now I had all of my crowns in place. Okay. Okay. So now, now. Oh Father, I pray for everyone to have ears to hear whatever we're supposed to hear. I think I said to this this to you at the beginning, Chuck's already prayed over you and I've prayed over you. I really I I'm excited about this message because because there's some wonderful wonderful revelation that's going to come into some people as a result of this message. Okay. Okay, so now here's here's how this message goes, you guys. He he gave me that dream. But he gave me that dream at the same time he was giving me things for another message. And so, like I said, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to go with that or not. So when, he, when I finally sat down with this and he said it was this message, um, I asked him what he wanted me to call this. And I immediately heard, "Bare your teeth bare your teeth okay so when you think of bearing and this will i put some of this uh, in the transcript uh, that's going on i took webster's dictionary the essential meaning of bear is not having a covering on your teeth in the thesaurus it's an adjective and it means being this and no more that's a synonym Um, let's see it means mere or very other words that are related to bear mean absolute all out out and out, outright, pure, sheer, simple, stark, total, unadulterated, unalloyed, unmitigated, unqualified, utter, alone, lone, lone, only singular soul, solitary, solo, unique, free from all additions and embellishments, and uh. Uh, let's see, another some more some more synonyms for bear are bald, naked, plain, plain, vanilla, simple, unadorned, undecorated, unembellished, unornamented, unvarnished. In other words, there's nothing else but bear. Nothing else but what they actually are. And this has significance to this message. I hope you're staying with me, you guys. Okay, so, so here's how Father did this. Um, He told me this way he said there's uh, there are several visions throughout this message and all of those visions aside from the dream which was received earlier all of the visions came in about a 24-hour period and he wanted me to insert those visions throughout the message because they pertain to the message so Are you ready? (laughs) Okay. Oh, thank you, Father. Before I read this, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to play one of Chuck's music videos at the end so you can hear some more of his beautiful music. Okay. Father says, here we go. The winds of my spirit are blowing much stronger now. The war in the heavenlies increases daily and will soon touch the earth in new ways. Idol worship, celebrations of the occult, And Satanism are openly parading through the streets and in every form of media. Blatant rebellion is being honored in your governments, your court systems, and your educational institutions. Even as the warfare increases in the skies above you, so it increases on the earth. The clash between my angelic host and the fallen angels continues to intensify and my people need to be aware. Continue to draw near to me. Continue to pray. Seek me for direction, and I will lead you to know how, when, and what to pray. Be aware. Be mindful. Now is not the time to let your guard down. Those days are past, and you must always be aware that you stand in the midst of a great battle. You are the target the enemy has set his sights on to destroy. His weapons are pointed directly at you every moment. I'm going to read that again, but be first, before I do, I want to say this because Father keeps saying this to me, now is not the time to let your guard down. Those days are past. Uh, the And Father said, it isn't that there was ever a time we were supposed to let our guard down, but it's that people have done that thinking it was okay. And he's saying the days for thinking it's okay to let your guard down. You need to let go of that. Those days are past. Okay, but I want to read this last Uh, because he's touching me to read these last two sentences again our last three those days are past and you must always be aware that you stand in the midst of a great battle you are the target you we you are the target the enemy has set his sights on to destroy his weapons are pointed directly at you every moment Okay, and then he had me come out of the message and put this vision in that he'd given. Uh, I saw a person person watching something on a device like a television, a computer screen, or a phone, an electronic device. And coming through the screen into the eyes and ears of the viewer were demonic influences and even demons. And I'm going to sort of read what I've written because I want to stay fairly true to what the transcript is going to be, you guys. Uh, As the viewer chooses to watch and listen, it gives the demonic entity permission to assault the viewer in some way. The viewer is weakened by the attack, which may or may not be perceived by the viewer. However, permission has been given for the entity to enter the viewer through mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual means. Unless the viewer is aware, the attack continues and the viewer is compromised. Repentance must be immediate, or the seeds which which have been planted will take root and begin to grow. And then he reminded me of the parable of the tares about the wheat and the tares growing up at the same time. But he said the wheat, the seeds will grow quickly, and the evidence of their presence may be difficult to detect as the enemy grows bolder. However, Father says the evidence will become more obvious, much more quickly. And then there was a second vision. He said, "I." Uh, I I saw one of father's messengers leaning over a person and like an umbrella, like they were leaning over like a, um, here, I got to fix that word here. Uh, Like they were uh, like, it was an umbrella over this person, but it was, but it was bigger than that. It completely covered the person, you know, all the way down to the ground. Okay. So I saw one of father's messengers leaning over a person to protect him or or her. And okay, I'm back. I got to tell you, uh, I'll finish this part uh, here, let me just finish this part. I got... Uh, you guys... Sometimes we don't think the things that Father's trying to tell us or wants us to understand are really uh, that important. I'm telling you... Uh, well, and I've known this was important, but I and I'm saying this because you would not believe the warfare that's gone on. And... and <laughs> Oh, my goodness sakes. You guys get this. This is really important stuff. You wouldn't believe the warfare that's gone on just in the last uh, few days. And it's this message. Okay. So let me go back into us sharing the vision with you. And yes, my nose is itching and I'm not going to pay any attention to it. So don't you either. <laughs> okay. But my the reason I said I'm back is because my computer has been having a terrible problem uh, the last 36 hours whatever okay so let me get back into this vision I'm sorry for the distraction I saw one of father's messengers leading over a person there was a uh, this messenger was really covering the person like an umbrella but not quite because it was just all over I think that probably represented prayer that we cover each other with prayer Um, and then standing out in front of the person being covered was another being and this being had sword drawn and was in a war against something that was coming against that person to try and destroy them. Um, let's see, okay, and then uh, Father showed me the Holy Spirit is in charge of the battle taking place on the earth and directing the warfare. And I even asked him about that, I was like, Holy Spirit, wouldn't it be Jesus? And he said, Holy Spirit came. Jesus is coming back, Messiah is coming back, but Holy Spirit is here on the earth now, and so Holy Spirit is the one that's been given charge of the battle. Okay, now I uh, went on and saw father's children on the battlefield. Many of them had fallen on their backs, and they were weary. They were wounded, I saw messengers coming into, coming to each one, and they were reaching into the mouths of the fallen. Now, not everybody, I, I, didn't, I don't know that this happened with everybody, but there were those who the messengers were coming and they were reaching into their mouths and taking out the false teeth. So now we're coming into the teeth thing, you guys. <laughs> the lies, the deception, the false teachings, false teachings, the false belief systems, the lies, the self-pity, the works of the flesh, all of these things that, you know, proceed from our our mouths. And in the places of the false, they were filling their mouths with the crowns of the kingdom words. Now, I understand that Father is the one, behind the filling he's the one that he's the dentist he's the one that's doing the work Um, and as uh, each soldier begins to use those teeth to chew on words of truth and speak with crowns of the kingdom words they begin to rise and enter the battle once again with songs of victory songs of honor praise to God songs of obedience agreement with the promises and majesty of God Um, Oftentimes, I, I suspect that most of you know this, but oftentimes Father will use things in the natural to show us something that's going on in uh, the spiritual or the prophetic, like, like using my teeth and showing me that in myself, what I had, and this had happened to me too in my life, I had a lot of things that I had learned that were false teachings. Father took the false out of me and he showed me that symbolically by taking by being the dentist in the chair and showing me he was working on me and he had put these crowns of his kingdom the words in my mouth those are the crowns not the actual crowns it's the crowns of the kingdom words that he wants in our mouths okay so I see these uh, fallen fallen soldiers getting up and he said he also showed me that The fallen soldiers have to be willing to open their mouths and let the false go. They have to be willing to receive the new crowns. There's not room in the mouth for both the false and the crowns of the kingdom. And it's a choice every one of us has to make. Um, Now, uh, in saying that, a lot of us have grown up being taught things that are... They're just not truth. And uh, as and the thing about letting those things come out, well, I don't want to run too far ahead of the message here, but sometimes it's difficult to let go of the things we've been taught. We actually were talking about this in our meeting this morning. Okay, now we're going to go back into Father speaking directly. He says, the enemy has worked your entire life to entice you to use his words. He knows the power of life and death are in the tongue. He knows your words not only affect those around you, but they also affect you. Some of you have been easily persuaded to speak death over circumstances and over people and over yourselves. I have said in my word that you will judge angels. And so I ask you now, how will you judge those whose words you agree to speak? Your mouth must be clean. Your teeth must be strong. I am replacing the old carnal teeth that cannot chew up and spit out the spiritual words, the death-filled words of the enemy. I am the dentist working in the mouths of many of my people. Your language, your words must be filled with the truth of my word. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I am and have been working on the hearts of many who have chosen to give me everything for the sake of my kingdom. I am putting strong teeth crowns in those mouths now. I am giving them strong teeth to tear down the strongholds and rend the plans of the enemy. I am doing a work in the mouths of my people that can only be done by me, but my people must be willing to allow this work to be done. My people must be willing to open their mouths, their lives, and allow me to find and expose the decay. They must allow me to search every hidden place and to patiently permit me to drill, scale, scrape, and eliminate the diseased places and the false in them. At times, this will be a painful experience, but it will yield healthy results. When I crown your mouth, you will speak and lives will be blessed. You will speak and encouragement will rise up in the listener. You will speak, and lives will be changed, for you will be speaking kingdom words. I will give you crowns of the kingdom words. I will put them in your mouths, and you will no longer be a soldier fallen down, lying on your back. As the war rages on around you, you will rise to your feet and fight with the crowns of the kingdom words of power that the enemy has fought your entire lives to keep you from finding and speaking You will no longer carelessly allow words of death and agreement with the enemy. You will weigh your words and choose wisely how you will speak. The fruit of your words will be good, for you will say those things that bring life and not death, hope and not despair, confidence and not fear, blessing and not cursing and then he wanted me to put this vision in that he gave. I saw a person that was speaking negative words. They weren't even necessarily words that were bad words, but they were just negative, you know, not life-giving words. The demon had permission to stab that person, and the evil words were suggested to the person by the demon, but uh, Father wants us to understand that we can fall into a pattern where that's just our normal way of speaking. Anyway, the person could choose to receive and speak the words or not. But by choosing to receive and speak it, the person gets stabbed by the demon. That's what I saw. Every time we speak something negative, we get stabbed by that demonic entity. Um, And also the person or the circumstances being spoken over gets stabbed. The enemy, you know, we're releasing things. And so uh, then I saw that the person who was... Choosing to speak the evil words was weakened by the words that were being spoken. And like I said, they didn't have to be necessarily negative words by the speaker's standards. You know, when you're used to saying things that are just not life-giving words, it doesn't seem like it's that big a deal. But Father's saying that, yeah, it's that big a deal. (laughs) Okay, and actually here's what he said. Father said, death was spoken out death was administered to the person too. And he said this, repeat that. He said, death was spoken out. Death was administered to the person too. So he had me, he wanted me to say that to you guys twice. Then the vision continues. I saw many on the battlefield who were there in part because they had spoken so much death. So if we continue to speak wrong things we do get weary we do get worn out how I mean we just and it's hard because we're not fighting with life-giving words crowns of the kingdom words we're battling the enemy trying to battle the enemy using his words well that's not going to happen or his suggestions however you want to say it so uh, he said he showed me many were on the battlefield on their backs uh, in part because they spoke so much death doubt unbelief accusation deception what we in the states call little white lies mockery sarcasm fear pride punishing words judgment criticism gossip ridicule antagonism all of these things uh were the things that he gave me to to put here that that he's saying these are death giving words and then i saw a dark cloud come against someone and as the person stood on truth and spoke truth. The cloud withdrew to a distance and uh, the person had rebuked it, but the cloud didn't just go away. The cloud disappeared, retreated and grew smaller, but then it did that to regroup and this was the enemy. He was, you know, his little demonic thing, withdrawing to regroup and come back stronger mm. uh, for another time and uh, and that just reminds me of the scripture where Jesus was in the wilderness and he had every time Satan would come against him, he spoke scripture. He spoke the word. He is the word and he spoke the word and he's reminding me now, this is what he told me this morning, that the rest of what he has for me to share with you guys is stuff he's going to put in my mouth while I'm talking. Okay, so this morning, uh, or so the, uh, when in the scripture where it talks about how Jesus was in the wilderness and that the enemy oh, Satan came and Jesus rebuked him with the word thank you father I'm trying to get my train of thought back he's uh, it says in some versions it says at the end of that those verses that Satan withdrew until a more opportune time and we know that more opportune time came at the end but He also reminded me, or is reminding me now, of the vision that he gave. I can't remember when it was, you guys. It's in one of the messages. It's uh, something about the Word. I can't remember the exact title, but it's where I had the vision of seeing him as the Word and how I saw him. I saw him in his robe. I saw him uh, covered everywhere, head to toe, face everywhere on him, words words he is the word and he was literally covered in words it's a beautiful vision i hope you'll go find that and and uh listen to it if you haven't heard it okay let's see so then father comes back in that's the end of the vision as and he says this battle you are in this father speaking again this battle you are in not simply the one you are in today but this battle for your death and defeat is going to increase Okay, we're gonna try again. I'm sorry for the interruptions. I keep having problems with the computer Okay, I'm gonna go back into this portion father says this battle you are in is Not simply the one you are into not simply the one you are in today But this battle for your death and defeat is going to increase Even as the cloud withdrew in the vision to regroup and intensify You must know that there are yet many more battles before you make up your mind that you will not accept defeat on any front. If you are to have the victory in each battle, you must always remember the impact of the power of your words. If you stand on my word, the word, you will have victory each time. You must always remember that every war you enter is a spiritual war. The spiritual realm always touches and affects the physical realm. So whether the battle is health-related or relationship-related, you are still in a spiritual war. How you choose to fight in each battle has profound influence on the outcome. Always remember that I am your provider in every situation. If you need strength, I have it. If you need peace, I have it. If you need wisdom, I have it. I have everything you need. My servant asks that the words of his mouth and the meditations of his heart be acceptable in my sight. I am listening to your words. So is your enemy. Your heart speaks through your mouth. The enemy knows this well. He wants you filled with fear, deception, doubt, unbelief, and every evil thought. He wants to kill you with your own words. Consider these words. Your enemy wants to kill you with your own words. And once again, your enemy wants to kill you with your own words. I want to give you crowns of the kingdom words. I want my teeth in your mouth. I want you to eat my words. I want you to chew on them and digest them well. I want them to be the nourishment you fill your bellies with every day. Then and only then, when the battles you are facing intensify, will you have the strong teeth you need to bite, shred, and spit out every attack you face and every snare and trap he sets. For my words have power, so watch your words. You will eat your words. You will give account for every word. And then he had me include this scripture, which is Matthew 28:16 through 20. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always. And he had me sign at the word. And then you guys, please don't click off because he gave me some other things to say. When I... uh, uh, I think I, I said earlier because I've had to start this over several times, my computer keeps just shutting down. Um, and I know this is a war. Um, but when I said earlier that the message came in several different uh, several different ways and through dreams, through vision, and through the spoken word, Uh, when I I waited because the last of it came yesterday, but I wasn't sure that it was the last. And so I've just been waiting. I was waiting on Father and it is like, I don't know if I said it on this attempt. It's the 18th of December, 2021. It is now 5.14 p.m. I should have been done with this a couple of hours ago, but the enemy doesn't want us to know that our words are more important than perhaps we're giving them credit for being. Um, But anyway, Father said this morning, I said, is it, you know, is there more? And he said, no, I'll give you more while you're talking. So you guys, if you're listening, please don't turn off yet, just yet, because I think there are maybe some people that he wants to talk to about a few things. Um, Did I read that part, Father? I'm trying to keep track of, yes, of everything that I've read and said. Um... Okay, what what I started to say earlier, said on a last attempt also, was that the problem that I encounter every time Father gives me a message is that I know there are people who are going to be listening and they're going to misunderstand something that's been said. Of course, we're flesh and blood. We're still working out of these human bodies and we're still limited in so many ways, but it's always a concern for me because I think, Father, but people are going to hear this and they're going to say, oh, well, then I can just name it and claim it because my words have power and my words are important. And these are a couple of things I'm going to address that Father has really uh, impressed on me. We need to get. And and one of those things is that we grow up and we learn, we talked about this, as a matter of fact, in our leadership meeting this morning, We t- we learn so many different ways and we've Uh, a lot of what we believe is based on what we have been taught and uh sometimes our teachers are just awesome amazing teachers but our teachers are still human beings and our teachers i'm talking about teachers in the bodies of in the body of christ whether it's the church that we grew up in or it's uh You know, it's just a friend we have who's really known the Lord for many, many years and they're discipling us or whatever. We have to really realize that we're still dealing with human beings. And one of the, I'm going to address just a couple of the false things that are out there because they really, they really are pertinent to this message. One of them is the name and claim it theology, and I'm going to call it a theology because there are people that are running around believing that all they have to do is just say say it out loud and it's theirs, and those things are going to come to them and all that kind of stuff. First of all, Father is not Santa Claus. He is not the tooth fairy. He is not uh, our rich uncle that lives up the street or our, our daddy that gives us anything we want all the time. If he did that, we would be so incredibly immature. And and there's always a conflict between uh, faith, speaking things in faith, and then And that thing that I just said, people have a hard time with that because they say, well, no, we're supposed to stand in faith. Yes, we are. But part of the standing in faith is realizing that we only see in part and know in part. We may go to Father and say, Father, I really, you know, I want you to, uh, uh, I'm believing that I can ask you for a billion dollars and you're going to give it to me because I've named it and I've claimed it. All right, billion dollars, come to me. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I don't mean to laugh. It's just, there is that kind of a ridiculous kind of thing. First of all, in the book of 1 John, and some of you have heard me say this before, I refer to this frequently because it's so powerful. The Lord said to us through those scriptures that if we ask for anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, whatever it is we're asking, that we can, uh, then his, if if it's according to his will, His answer is yes, we can have it. So is it God's will for me to have a billion dollars? I don't know, but I'm probably not gonna go ask him for a billion dollars because there are a couple of things that we need to take into account when we're asking him for anything. He said this to me a few weeks ago to share with the body. He said, ask according to your need, not according to your greed. Ask according to your need, not according to your greed. So when we are going to ask him for something, We need to examine ourselves and see why am I asking him for this? Uh, Is am I just supposed to take that old name it and claim it thing and say, well, this is what I want, so I'm just that's what I'm asking for. I'm going to just declare it out in the atmosphere, and I can have it. Or are we supposed to go to him and not look at him like he's that big? you know, Santa Claus in the sky that wants us to give us, wants to give us anything and everything we we ask, we would like to have. Our motives are so important. And another thing is people will say, yeah, but what about the scripture where Jesus said, before you haven't asked for anything, now ask in my name and whatever you want, and it'll be given to you. I think that there is, because of other scripture that supports this understanding I have, I think that it's coming back to that thing where we ask according to his will. Remember that the people that he was saying these things to were his disciples. Disciples are disciplined followers of someone or something. These were, even though they were still growing, he was teaching them that if they would in their walk, if they would understand that they could go and ask father for something, then he was going to give it to him. But these weren't people that were just out there trying to get anything they could for themselves and and all that. These were his disciples. So as a disciple, I believe that when we walk with him, the more we walk with him, the more we give our lives and, and spend time and obey and follow and all of those things, the more we take up that cross every single day and follow him the more we recognize who he is, the more we understand him. It's the fellowship of his sufferings. It's that saying, it doesn't matter what I want. It really matters what you want. So as we mature in that, we get to the place where we go, I'm just going I just want to ask for what you want me to ask for. I want, tell me what to ask for. I want to know what you, want me to have or do or be or say i want to be equipped to be completely available to you in this life because i love you which takes me to the next part of this part of the message and there are a lot of people that think that if you know if we are doing anything out of obedience then we are living by the law and we are trying to earn our way into the kingdom through works i just from personal experience in my own life have learned this for Vicki and I think probably a lot of people have learned this for themselves as well. The longer I have walked with Father and the more I have obeyed or disobeyed whatever that's taught me what I needed to see, the more I've realized that He truly Wants the very best for us and so he's going to allow us to go through hard things He's going to teach us in the hard things if we will receive the lesson and he's going to prove that he is who he says He is and it's out of that That awareness that relationship with him that I have grown to the place where I still have a lot of growing to do I'm not saying that but I've grown to the place where I I know that he is all I Could ever possibly need and he has way more if I'm looking for provision He has way more than I could possibly ever want or need and I've learned that I can I Say this carefully because trusting him is an ongoing Thing learning to trust him here comes some trials. Okay. He's taught me through those trials. I can trust him now I go through more trials and the trials do become more difficult, but here's the thing I've I've learned that my obedience to him which he says is my way of showing him that I love him went from doing the things that he said to do out of just obedience into the place because over the years I've grown in my relationship with him to where I do what he wants me to do not just because he said to but because I love him, I genuinely love him. And I know there are a lot of people in the body of Christ that are in that same place. And the danger is when you're in that place that people will look at you and say, well, you're just living by the works, you're trying to earn your way in. And maybe there are people that are still struggling with that, there probably are. But understanding that everything I say and everything I do needs to come from a place of genuinely loving my father is it's as equal to me now in my relationship with him as doing things because that's how he wants me to show him. I love him in the dream that I told you in the very beginning about with the dentist. After that woman, the Lord took me to another portion of the dream and in this portion, He and I were just standing alone in the room together and he just wanted to be with me and I just wanted to be with him. But there were things that were distracting because I knew that there were people that were waiting for me. And Father in this dream was gently and lovingly rebuking me and I guess somebody needs to hear this because he's having me share it. He was gently and lovingly rebuking me, not during the dream, but afterwards when he gave me the understanding to say... Our time is so precious. My time and his time together, that's so precious that I shouldn't, as much as I wanted to be with him, I was distracted because I was worrying about the people that were waiting for me. And I knew that I loved him, and he loved me, and it was the most powerful, beautiful thing. He came up next to me, and he wrapped his arm around my waist, and I reached up and wrapped my arm around his waist, and we just wanted to be together. So you guys, this whole thing about relationship and equipping, and that's what Father's doing with all of us, he's equipping his body, he's telling us, that he wants us to let him take the things out of our mouths, the things that we've learned, the things we've believed all of our lives that are not true. They're false teeth. They're the things we've been using to uh, we've we've eaten with those things. We've believed wrong things and done wrong, you know, taught wrong things and all of that. And he and he's trying to get his body to understand. He is. He is completely safe and totally dangerous because he wants to take everything out of us that's not him. And he wants to put everything in us that is him because of his love for us and his desire to be with us. So when people say, oh, it's a message about words or, oh, I've heard that before about words. The thing is that I I can't even tell you how difficult the last few days have been Because the enemy has been warring with me about, and it all is about this message, because he doesn't want us to really understand how powerful our words are. And Father really wants us to get this whole thing with the crowns in my mouth that I talked about in the beginning. You know, there's something else about the crowns that I, I said, uh, you have to learn how to, whether it's that you get false teeth or you get crowns or whatever it is that happens, you have to learn how to get your words around those teeth. And this is such a reflection of how it is in the kingdom and how in, in the spiritual realm, the relationship of the physical and the false and the physical and the crowns and all that kind of stuff. We have to relearn how to talk. If we're saying negative things, the enemy's okay with us saying all of this negative stuff because he knows, first of all, just like in the vision he gave me, he knows that when we're speaking like that, those things are causing... We're getting stabbed, not just what we're poking at with those words, but we ourselves are getting stabbed. And he also knows that if he can just keep us in deception about the importance of the power of our words, that we won't allow father to only father's words to be coming out of our mouths which are the words of life or the enemy's words which are the words of death Um, so the whole thing about name it and claim it I'm sorry I kind of got off track there a little bit with that but just to just to say we don't just boss God around we don't just say well this that and the other and call it faith because that's not faith that is not faith that's not faith. Faith is saying, Father, I don't know what you have for me. I am going to be disciplined enough to walk with you and spend time coming to know you better and and staying in a place of humility so that I'm not asking according to my need, or um, I'm not asking according to my greed, but according to my need. And I'm going to begin to realize the power, the impact of the words that I speak. The other thing, and, and really, you guys, this is... Uh, Yeah, I I took these notes down too afterwards because he said these things. Here, let me, let me make sure I'm getting everything. Yeah, he said to the body of Christ, leaders, watch your words, use them like a sword. And he reminded me of the vision that he'd given me. And it's on one of the other messages from a long uh, last year, sometime, I think maybe early this year where uh I saw Messiah and he was covered head to toe I mean all over his face everything about him he was completely covered in words of all different sizes but they were all I mean they were the same but they were all different and it was he was covered in them and uh So the Lord wants us to remember to watch our words. He is the word. And we can choose to use the words of the word. Or we can choose to use our own carnal, false teeth, impressions, whatever of the enemy that comes to try to get us to say things. Or we can speak the word, speak life. And then uh, I'm looking at the rest of the notes to make sure I didn't leave anything out. He said... To tell us we each need to examine ourselves and make sure that humility is what is ruling in us because it's only in our humility that we'll take everything to him and we'll ask him what he wants once we won't be demanding we won't be declaring and thinking that that's faith because that's not faith Uh, we will instead be Uh, we'll, we'll take the whole context of what he was, who he was talking to. Even he was talking to the disciples and I do believe that we'll get to the place where we only want what he wants. If we will follow him that way, there was one other thing and, uh, this is it. Um, yeah, the father said to make sure you check your motives before you ask. Oh, and he said, don't justify, I'll go on to that other thing in a second. He said, don't justify, uh, your reasons for asking because, you know, we'll lie to ourselves, we'll tell ourselves, well, I'm asking because I really need it for this, that or the other. Uh, Scripture talks about how our hearts are deceitful things and who can know them. And so we need to take stuff to him. We need to stay humble, take stuff to him and make sure that we're not uh, saying things or asking for things out of greed. And that we're trying to manipulate father because he sees that when we're trying to manipulate him and he's not happy and then the last thing is there is a a doctrine out there and and i believe this in a way ties into the whole the whole uh message about words there's a doctrine out there that is people call it once saved always saved that's not scriptural at all. Uh, this is the part where I believe one of his his messages has, or one of the things that that Messiah told us, has been twisted. It's been contorted. It's not real. It's not what the intention was. Where he says. All you have to do is believe and that's it, you're in. But the fullness of His Word is not taken into account with that. So people pull that out and go, well, all I have to do is say I believe and then I'm saved and that's it, I'm done. But all throughout Scripture in the New Testament where people say we're only in New Testament times, we read where Messiah said over and over and over, we have to take up our crosses, we have to follow Him, we have to obey Father. He did not come to do away. I believe that was in the last message Uh, he didn't come to do away with his word he came to fulfill it and and people i think misunderstand what that fulfilling means it's a stamp of approval of what father who was all through the old testament what he was saying jesus came and said yes these things these things are right and yes the uh you're not living by Uh, the law you're living this is a new covenant and all that kind of stuff but what the Lord was saying was that people have to stop believing people need to stop believing this is part of the false teaching the false teeth that need to come out of our mouths because we're spewing this junk around to other people Uh, that once you say you believe in him you're all good you're in you're good to go you're saved it's over you're done baby you're going to heaven but that's not what the Lord said he said not everybody that says lord lord's going to enter the kingdom of heaven and in the book of james his brother wrote and said you say you believe well the demons also believe and they tremble think about that guys he goes on and says you made yourself just like the devils you also believe just like they believe they don't get to go to heaven so don't think you're going to get to be with Father throughout eternity and that you're saved just because you say you believe. They don't just believe, they see him and they tremble. So it isn't just a matter of believing. It is a matter of doing what our Savior said. Take up your cross. Follow me every day. You're going to fail. You're not going to earn your way into the kingdom, but you follow me and I will cover I will cover those things where you have failed if you will continue to follow me and endure to the end. So I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I am going to play one of Chuck's songs. I've I've kind of got the computer set up so I can see if I'm still recording and praise God I am still recording. (laughs) Um. We love you guys. We really and truly love you guys. And we're so grateful for every one of you. Thank you for keeping us in your prayers. We genuinely need it. And we know the whole body of Christ needs it. And there are so many people out there that, We fully believe Father is still, His Spirit is still going throughout the earth looking for those who will believe and follow Him. Okay, um, I'm going to say bye for now. Here comes Chuck. Don't miss morning sessions tonight. If you haven't liked, shared, subscribed, please do that. If you haven't joined the website, please do that. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please do that. Um, If you haven't subscribed to Chuck's music channel, please do that. It's great music. And... um, I think that's it oh oh yes last thing because we got scammed this last week uh, and found out father had been telling me for a while and I'd even ask Suzanne uh, our back-office precious girl to go check because I really kept feeling in my spirit that that was going on people were trying to steal our our channel stuff and all this and uh, that happened to us this past week and uh, so be very careful I want to say this we I've said it many, many, many times, and I will continue to say it. We go to Father for provision because this is how He supports our home, but it's also how He supports our ability to be able to help other people. Uh, is through the gifts and uh, financial gifts of our brothers and sisters in Christ who, who He has touched to help us. We want to say thank you so much for that. I know I said it in the beginning, but I also want to say this. If you ever see comments anywhere on our channel or anywhere else where we're asking for money for us or for somebody else or something else, then please know that's not us. If, if you want to help us, if Father's led you to help us, then please just use the information, if you're watching on YouTube, the information that uh, our PayPal account there, and that's there because somebody asked for a way to help us. A long time ago, and then also, uh, what's the other thing? Our post office box is there, and then uh, I I'm going to be setting something up because someone has written. We've had people asking, is there another way besides PayPal because uh, they don't have PayPal accounts or they don't want to use that or whatever. So we are going to be setting something else up because somebody wanted to make regular donations to us every month and that's why I I want to tell you that this isn't just to when you do help us it's not just to help us it's to help other people it's also it is also helping us be able to keep things going in the ministry um like our website (laughs) so anyway just um just please know that we appreciate and we love you all and now I'm going to stop talking and we will see you guys later we love you here comes Chuck (laughs) I'm gonna cut this <laughs>